You're listening to the Blind Sports New South Wales podcast. We discuss lifestyle, sports, adventure, and resources for the low vision and blind community throughout the month. Listeners can look forward to giveaways and interactive segments, including interviews with special guests, so be sure to add us on Facebook and Instagram at BlindSportsNSW, and check our website, BlindSportsNSW.com.au, to stay up to date with upcoming podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Blind Sports New South Wales podcast. I'm Liza, your host. Today, we'll be going over the February newsletter. It's the first podcast of 2020. It's going to be a great year ahead. So let's go ahead and get straight into the news. As a continuation of the program last year, Blind Sports New South Wales will be hosting the monthly multi-sport day over at ACPE here in Sydney Olympic Park. Some of our listeners have probably attended these days in the past, but they're really a great way to meet some new faces, and the day is open to all ages, so it's fun to see the diversity of people we find that are younger or older that come to the day. Um, You can expect the same style of the day as we've done in the past, where we've had a bunch of different sports come in with their adapted programs like tennis. We had AFL at the last one, which is pretty cool because that's a new program that's being introduced um, as as well as goalball and the classics like cricket and futsal. Some new activities that we'll be adding, though, will be a bit different. Get some of you guys out of your comfort zone with a bit of adrenaline pumping. You've got to love that. Um, And also during the month of March, we're due to receive our 22-seater bus. So this is going to be awesome. It's going to greatly help us in providing transportation support to these days. And we have to thank Variety, the children's charity, for making this happen for us and helping us break down even more barriers to access all these activities that have already been happening and will continue on in the new year, as well as our new programs that we're going to introduce this year, like the Youth Adult Excursions. So all the multi-sport dates can be found on the Blind Sports New South Wales online calendar, but over the next couple of months, I'll give you some of the key dates to mark down. There's two multi-sports days. They always occur on Sundays. So the first one will be the 23rd of February, so coming up pretty soon, and the next one is the 15th of March, and those go from 10 to about 3 o'clock or so. There's usually an eSports section, um, I guess, gaming session that follows, so that's pretty fun as well if you want to do some esports. Um, but yeah, so those are the multi sports days. And then in April, uh, Friday the 17th, we're going to be doing paintball and go karting and then an indoor skydiving over at iFly and Penrith. So I know that the iFly was such a great opportunity. We've done that in the past. A lot of the kids really love that. Um, and that's just a bit different. So definitely come and join us on those days. While on the topic of key dates, um, also be sure to mark your calendars for the high school vision camp that's going to be taking place at the Sydney Academy of Sport in Narrabeen from Monday the 18th to Friday the 22nd of May. And this is all happening with the support from the Department of Education. This camp will be similar to the ones that we've done in the past with adaptive sports and um, certified coaches who come along to teach those, but we'll also feature some camp counselors and athletes with lived experience to kind of provide some mentorship to some of our younger campers. You can register for this camp now, actually, so find that event on the online calendar when you're looking up the multi-sport days. And finally, also make sure to plan on attending the July Winter Sports Camp with Blind Sports New South Wales member Mel, who is the Paralympic athlete 
in skiing. Um, it's going to be up in Jindabyne, and this camp was a massive success last year, and I'm sure it's going to be another extreme experience for all in attendance. So um, we got the snow, we've got Narrabeen, the beaches, we've got it all covered this year. So just in case you guys haven't already heard this, um, the New South Wales blind cricket team won their third consecutive National Cricket Inclusion Championship title while away in Geelong last January. This is a huge accomplishment, and all of us at Blind Sports New South Wales want to congratulate Lindsay Heaven and his team on their great success in this modern era. Another special shout-out goes to Oscar Stubbs, who was named the player of the final. Some big things have been going on behind the scenes here at Blind Sports New South Wales. Our chief executive officer recently announced that the par partnership with Vision Australia and the NDIS have made some groundbreaking progress. Back in the beginning of January, Murray presented to the National Disability Insurance Scheme, or NDIS as we all know, in Geelong to discuss the success of our programs within the Information Linkages and Capacity, or ILC, grant with the progress that we have made in supporting the growth of mainstream sport within the disability space. Later on in the month, a meeting was held at, with Vision Australia around creating work experience, training, and mentoring opportunities for Vision Australia job seekers. We are also working closely with the Department of Education to build stronger relationships and engage further with students who have vision impairment. So this is going to be a big focus of us moving forward. We want to have some of our members coming in to get work experience if they need it. Um, it's a really great pathway to kind of feeling comfortable in being introduced to the workplace as you get older. Some of our listeners might be up for a little vacation. I know I am. So Tennis Victoria has announced that they will be hosting a blind and low vision state championships to be held at the National Tennis Center in Richmond, Victoria. This tournament is open to players of all ages and all ability levels, which creates the perfect chance to come and participate in a competitive sport, even if it's for the first time. On the first day of the tournament, which is Friday the 27th of March, there'll be a pre-tournament tr training session from 1 to 4 p.m. for all players. And the tournament will then continue on through to the Sunday, the 28th. So if you're interested in participating in the tournament's pre-training that I just mentioned, be sure to RSVP to the email blindtennis at tennis.com.au by March 14th, 2020. The tournament entry fee is $20 for both singles and doubles entries, and these are to be paid to Tennis Victoria. You may enter your participation to the tournament online, but if you have any questions, contact Lita Trimmings at 8420-8420 or by email at Lita, which is L-I-T-A, full stop, Trimmings, T-R-I-M-M-I-N-G-S, at tennis.com.au. If you're wanting to play some tennis but can't make it all the way over to Victoria, be sure to come to our regularly scheduled training sessions with Steve Manley from Tennis Australia. These are taking place on Tuesday nights and Saturdays across Sydney regions for vision impaired and blind players of all levels. Be sure to contact the New South Wales State Inclusion Coach, Steve, at smanley, M-A-N-L-E-Y, at tennis.com.au if you have any questions. 
So something that I'm fairly excited about being from Goalball is the launch of the 2020 Goalball season. Woohoo! Um, so be sure to join us over at ACPE on the 14th of March, which is a Saturday. The day will start at 10 a.m. And I'll be there um, to kind of answer some questions that you guys might have about registering for events or trainings. Um, tournaments, whatever that might be, with kind of the back end of the website, because we changed over last year. And this is also going to provide an opportunity for you to get all prepped up with your gear. If you need some knee pads, elbow pads, eye shades, let us know and you can get them there. Uh, so that's 10 o'clock. We'll start doing that. And then from 11 to 12, we will be holding the 2018-2019 annual general meeting. So we really encourage all of our members who are 18 and up to come and vote on some of the motions. We also have um, office bearer positions opened this year. So um, we've got kind of a big transition ahead. So it's important that we hear what you guys would like to do with that direction. Following the AGM, we will then do some lunch and some friendly scrimmage games. So you can RSVP through the goalball.com.au calendar now. And if you have any motions or um, office bearer nominations to put forward, you must have those submitted to info at goalball.com.au by this Friday, the 21st of February. And you have to be 18 and a paid member to do that. It's just a little... FYI. Australian Blind Football has officially announced that James Sardisco will be taking on his new role as National Coordinator of Vision Impaired Futsal. Following the move Dave Connolly took into accepting his new position as National Coordinator of Blind Football. Igor Negrau and Pete Nowakowski remain in their roles as head coach and assistant coach of their 2020 blind football squad, respectively. James's role will focus on the National Vision Impaired Futsal Squad and related camps or championships and tours, so be sure to contact him via his email, futsal at blindsportsaustralia.com.au if you're interested in getting involved with the sport. We are very pleased to announce that the Blind Sports New South Wales representatives Mark Eshbank and Graham Colton have been selected to represent Australia in the 2020 ISPS Hando World Blind Golf Championships. These are going to be held from the 4th to 12th of September in Cape Town, South Africa. So um, Mark and Graham will be traveling down there, but they were selected um, on a merit basis from the Blind Golf Australia Order of Merit, and it's calculated from previous tournament results and the success of Mark winning the Japan Open in 2019. I had a second to speak with Graham about um, kind of how his story with golf, so let's go ahead and have a listen. Yeah, uh, my name's Graham Colton. Uh, I'm a blind golfer. I've been playing golf, uh, blind golf since 1994 here in Australia. Uh, I've been lucky enough to... Uh, represent Australia at about um, seven or eight world championships dating back to uh, 1998 was my first one and uh, I'm going to be representing Australia again at the 2020 uh, world championships over in uh, South Africa in Cape Town and that's going to be February in uh, September. So you are not new to the scene then at all. Have you seen the game evolve quite a bit then from when you started back in 1994 and the past world championships that you've been a part of? Oh, definitely. Uh, back in 1994, it was just like a bunch of people getting together, you know, for a bit of golf and uh, it just started up and it was more a social thing than anything uh, at that stage. 
and then over the years, over the next four years to leading up to 98 to the world first world championships, uh, we started running Australian championships here in Australia, then state championships. Now here in Australia, we have seven majors, uh, you know, all around Australia from the New South Wales Open to the Queensland Open, the Victoria Open, South Australia Open, WA Open, Australian Stapleford Championships and the Australian Open. And they, they're all qualifying events to uh, get you points uh, to earn you a spot in the Australian team to go to the World Championships, which are conducted every two years. Okay. So how many people do they end up taking from Australia over to the World Championships? I'm curious. Uh, this year we had uh, we were lucky enough to have eight selected, so uh, that's pretty good. Uh, I think it's come down to seven at this stage. Uh, one of the ladies from uh, WA had to pull out the other day due to uh, her husband's health issues, who's her caddy. So that was a bit unfortunate. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but uh, overall in the World Championships there'll be uh, 55 players uh, from about uh, 15 or 16 different countries. Beautiful. So is it mixed then, or does it is it women's versus women's and then men's is kind of its own competition as well, well or division? Yeah, there's a women's competition as well, but uh, women can mix it with men. Okay. Uh, Australia, Australia actually has the current uh, world champion lady in Michelle Watts uh, from Sydney here. Unfortunately, she's declined to go to South Africa to defend her title. Um, but we also have the B2 ladies world champion in Jenny McCallum, uh, who is from uh, Western Australia, and she's definitely going over to defend her title. So I guess we've got a little bit of the history about the World um, Blind Golf Championships. Those started back in 1998, you said, right? Yep, that was the first championships uh, in Japan back in 1998. And all, all these events that we conduct are sponsored uh, by the International Blind Golf Association, okay. uh, which is, we have a patron in Dr. Hander from Japan who puts uh, so much money in um, about 250000 US a year into World Blind Golf and then the International Blind Golf Association gives that out to the member member countries to run their national championships. Oh, okay, beautiful. So, yep, so that's that's the funding sort of side of it but apart from that, um, people have to get their own way to and from uh, events, that sort of thing. Uh, the money that's used only for international uh, events and for a national event helps the organisers run it, uh, put up the accommodation, um, do everything like that. And all, all these events uh, are called, uh, they usually the ISPS Hander, say Australian Open, US Open, or World Championships, that sort of thing. So is that International um, Blind Golf Association, is that the executive board that you are a member of, or is that something that's, that's separate? No, no, that's the Omni Financial Director for the International Blind Golf Association, yes. Okay. Yeah, so I just was curious um, about kind of how you got involved with that board there and some of the things that you've worked on while in your role. Yeah, it was actually it was quite funny. Um, we held the World Championships here in Australia, up at Nelson Bay at... Uh, at uh, Port Stephens in 2014, and um, we did a great job up there in running it. And then at, at every World Championships, the IBGA has its what it calls biannual meeting. It's like an annual general meeting. Okay. And uh, and board members are elected for four years. And um, I was nominated from Australia to stand uh, at that stage in 2014, and I've been on the board since. Um, the way the way it's structured is that we can only have one person. Uh, from any one country on the board at any one time. 
so that stops uh, people stacking it and that sort of stuff. So it's, it's interesting because um, we had people from, uh, like, around the border from South Africa, Canada, uh, Italy, England, Australia. Um, so it's interesting trying to find times to meet. Usually I'm, I'm the poor person that's got to uh, uh, have a midnight meeting, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, right. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Wine golf's been uh, very good to me. I can't say it hasn't. I've been lucky enough to uh, win the British Open back in 2010, and that's the, my main achievement in my life. And uh, I just enjoy playing golf. Uh, that's the best part of it. But I think a lot of people don't realise flying golf that uh, it's, it's a team effort um, because your caddy guide is part of your team and uh, they've got to understand you and you've got to understand them. So um, I've had a uh, person caddying me for, with me since about 2006, um, Sue Carpenter, who I used to work with, and uh, Sue's been my caddy right through all that time and um, when we've had many a good success. So, uh, But if you, if you don't get a caddy that... Uh, a guide that understands how you play and you understand what they're telling you and that sort of stuff, it's, it becomes very, very difficult. Yeah, of course. That player-caddy relationship is so crucial to golf. My my dad's actually a professional golfer, so I grew up all around that. So I was really curious as to um, maybe if you could just kind of give me a little basic rundown of how blind golf works. So you've kind of talked about that um, with the cad, the sided caddy. Yeah. But is there anything else that's kind of been adapted for that? Or No, all the rules excuse me, all the rules are basically the same. Um, the only rule that actually varies is you can ground your club in a bunker or a hazard. That's the only different rule. Okay. And uh, I think I think actually under the, the rule changes of uh, 1st of January uh, last year, I think actually you can ground your club in a bunker now in normal golf. So, yeah. Cool. So it's pretty much all the same. That's awesome. What's kind of the main thing that you're looking forward to with this World Championships coming up? Is it kind of going to be same thing as before? Is there anything different that you're preparing for? Or Oh, no, I think um, going to a different country, uh, catching up with uh, people you haven't seen maybe for two years, that sort of thing. It, no, that, that part's very, very good. Um, but uh, it's just uh, you know, seeing a new atmosphere, seeing a new uh, golf course, uh, Seeing how different people, you know, run their tournaments throughout the world—that that's a big, that's a really big thing, um, because various countries operate differently, and how how professional they are, and how they run events, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, I think here in in Australia, we do things much better than some other countries, but um, they may uh, have a different feeling about that as well. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit of bias, maybe. <laughs> maybe a little bit of bias, but I think. Um, I think the big thing out there is that um, if people are listening and uh, are interested, we're always looking for uh, caddy guides to, for our regular golf here in Australia, in Sydney especially. Um, so you know, they can get in touch with us that way or they can get in touch with you through the podcast. Um, and the other part is that, you know, um, I've got to thank uh, Blind Sports New South Wales because um, they're assisting uh, Mark Eshbank and myself from New South Wales uh, with some financial assistance to go to South Africa for these world championships. And uh, without that sort of financial support, we wouldn't be able to get ourselves there and our caddies there to, um, to play in these sort of events. If there are listeners who want to get involved with blind golf, either playing or as a caddy as well, how to go about that? Is there any process that you guys have or is it just kind of getting in contact? No, just getting in contact and um, we'll uh, we'll organise you one way or the other. You know, We'll find out where you live and... Um, see what's the best, uh, best method. 
We play uh, three Saturdays a month at Farnwell Park Golf Course at uh, at uh, Canada Bay Five Dock area. Okay, uh, that's our normal that's our normal place. Uh, but uh, you know we can help people uh, introduce at their local club if they're out of Sydney or something like that as well. So I, I think that's the main thing. If anyone's thinking of getting involved in blind golf, it can be as active can be as competitive or social as you want it to be. Mm. Uh, if you just want to play social golf, that's not a problem. We just do that at Barnwell Park, you know, three, three Saturdays a month, um, providing we get enough guides and caddies, that sort of thing. Um, but if you want to be comp- competitive and go to the interstate events and the international events, well, that's all there for you as well. So it's, all, it's, all, it's all open. It's all easy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks again. I really appreciate it. And best of luck. Thank you very much. We'll be trying our best. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Just enjoy it too. That's the main part. (laughs) (laughs) So as Graham said, if you're interested in getting involved in blind golf, be sure to reach out to either Sophie or I, and we can get you in contact with the right people. They meet three Saturdays a month over at Barnwell Park Golf Club in the Canada Bay Five Dock area of the Inner West. Carrying on with some World Championships theme, Murray Elborn has been selected to represent Australia as part of the Tennis Australia team in the very first IBTA World Championships to be held in Italy this year. If you know Muzz, then you know he is really looking forward to throwing on that green and gold again come June 2020. This is all results um, of his tireless efforts with Steve Manley to provide better opportunities within the tennis space to our members. Congratulations, Mark, Graham, and Murray on the great success and good luck. To finish up this edition of the February newsletter, we will leave you with the exciting announcement of champion surfer and Paralympian Matt Formston to be appointed to the Blind Sports New South Wales Executive Board. Matt is a world champion paracyclist and adaptive surfer while being one of the Aussie Paralympic team's top gold medal contenders ahead of the Rio Games in 2016. Between 2011 and 2016, Matt won 10 national titles and two world championship medals in paracycling alone. On top of that, he was the world record holder in the men's 400-meter individual pursuit for riders with a vision impairment. Not only is he a great person and advocate for our programs, but he will add great value in his role from his background as head of sustainability and corporate social responsibilities for Optus Business, as well as lived experience and mentorship through motivational speaking. Welcome to the board, Matt. We're very excited for all that you can help us do. Thanks again for listening to this edition of the newsletter podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Got some key programs and opportunities in mind that you can get involved in this year. Um, Be sure to follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Um, We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Anchor. And soon we'll be on Apple Podcasts too. Um, So yeah, thanks guys. We'll see you on the next one. Have a good rest of your month. Bye.